your horse training questions answered. Answered. Welcome to the Carson James Podcast, your weekly boost of horsemanship. No jargon, no fluff, and no BS. Just natural, proven solutions that work. And now, here's Carson James. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Or for those of you that are brand new, welcome to the first podcast. So we have a question here from Mary, and she says, Hey, Carson, is there anything I can do to help my horse handle being bridled better? Uh, She's real bad to toss her head, and every time is a fight. Uh, What can I do? All right, so there's a... like on the on buckaroocrew.com, we have a video uh, showing this bridling technique that I'm about to talk about. But uh, oh, and for those of you who don't know, who, for those of you who don't know, Buckaroo Crew is a uh, website that we have with all these different horse training videos and courses that you can take and all this stuff. But uh, if you go into the Buckaroo Crew and you go into the video index. In the search bar on the top right, if you just type in the word bridling, it will pull up all of the videos that we have on how to bridle a horse. Now, I'm going to try to not go into a lot of detail of this bridling technique as far as like trying to describe how to do it because uh, there's a whole lot of little things. But basically, it's the one thing that every horsey person kind of does the same uh and as far as we know there's only one correct way to put on and remove a bridle from a horse so real quick story uh this was several years back but a neighbor friend called and said hey carson can you come help me with this horse he's really bad to bridle and we've tried and we've tried and it's just not getting any better we've tried grain all this stuff so anyways i go over there and um I walk up to him and I go to put the bridle on and he did kind of raise his head and he kind of flung his nose like twice. And then I slipped the bridle right on and I was like, his name was Steve. Uh, Steve was the guy that asked me to come over and I was like, yeah, Steve, he does, you know, he, he has a little trouble with it. And he had this look on his face, like he had just seen a ghost and, uh, he goes, Carson, no, dude, you have no idea. That was like, that horse has like, what did you do? Did you drug him? Like what? So, uh, I had, I had him come in the pen with me and I showed him this bridling technique. And after doing it, you know, three or four different times practicing on the horse, he got really good at it. And then the horse just started getting better and better. So a lot of the times, uh, just getting good at that bridling technique, after you put the bridle on and take it off over a couple weeks, then it will just completely fix a horse that is hard to bridle. Now, there's also some other elements, uh, just as everything is with a horsey. You know, you kind of, sometimes you have to kind of pick apart and find out, okay, what is it that is making it difficult to bridle? Some horses, it's not actually the bridle going up on their face and getting near them and all that that makes them get weird. Sometimes it's that they really don't like things touching their nose and their muzzle. 
So in that case, it's really more like not really a bridling issue. You just need to like put a halter on him and just start rub, 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 rubbing his nose. Uh, and, you know, every time he kind of relaxes and drops his head, stop rubbing for a couple seconds and then repeat, repeat, rinse and repeat. And then you go to put the bridle on and all of a sudden he's really great at it because it wasn't actually the bridle. It was that he didn't like his muzzle being touched. Uh, a lot of the times it's actually their ears, in which case you can get up on another horse or sit on like the top rail of a fence and kind of pull them up underneath you with a halter on and you just start rubbing their ears and kind of the same technique, you know, when they're kind of braced or kind of resistant, you try to kind of at least keep your hand touching their ear and rubbing if you can. And then when they kind of give and relax, you just remove your hand for a minute. So, you know, that's kind of, uh, one of the first things to check is that, uh, is that it's not the ears or the nose or something. There was one horse, uh, totally good with his nose. You could rub it all over, totally fine with his ears. He actually kind of liked it. And then, uh, it was just the, the bridle coming up in front of his forehead. So in that case, we would just kind of raise it up in front of his forehead. He'd get a little weird, raise his head and back up. We'd just kind of back up with him and hold the bridle right there, wherever the bridle or the hand or whatever is that causes them to start getting weird. You know, sometimes you just kind of hold that line. So, you know, you don't advance deeper until the horse kind of lets you. But anyways, so he started getting a little weird. So we didn't take the bridle away. That would have, you know, been really bad timing, but we didn't push more of it on towards his head. We just held it right there. And then he kind of got to where he was after he backed up about eight feet, he backed up a little bit slower. So we released it, lowered it, put it right back up there again, rinse and repeat. So pretty quickly he was super comfy with that. And then we just put the bridle on. So you know, you got just like everything else with a horse, you've got to find the root, right? You know, you got to find like, okay, I know he's not good at bridling, but what is it about the process? People say all the time, like my horse hates to lunge. Okay. Well, like number one, you know, what have you been doing to make him hate lunging so much? Uh, you know, if they're not understanding it real good, that'll make them not like it. Uh, horses, when horses don't understand something, they will get frustrated that they can't figure out how to get any release. Like one really common thing is, is somebody's lunging their horse and the horse is doing exactly what they want. And they're still smooching and kissing and waving the flag or whatever they're using. And then you might say, well, yeah, but right when I quit doing that, he stops. Well, and this is kind of, it's kind of like a catch 22, but okay. Well, the reason he stops right when you quit doing that is because you've always relied on that to keep him going. So the way you could fix that is, I know we're getting off on a little bit of a rabbit trail here, but the way, the way you could fix that is, is, uh, you know, you would do whatever you needed to do to get him lunging at, let's say a trot or let's just, yeah, let's say a trot. And then right when he started to trot, you would lower the flag, quit smooching. Now, right when you do that, you may see him starting to get ready to slow down to a walk. Well, right when you see him try to slow up, but not until he tries to slow up, you jump right in there and maybe kind of tap him on his butt with the flag and smooch a little bit. And then the instant that he starts to try to get you go to zero pressure 
and then this time maybe he trots like two steps and then he tries to slow down to a walk so you jump right in there so you got to be really clear be black or white don't be gray when he's trotting no pressure at all when he's not trotting pressure 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 and if you can do that for i don't know 40 seconds uh absolutely guaranteed any horse in the scenario we just described would be maintaining a trot at least three quarters of a circle on a lunge before dropping back to a walk. And then you could just build it from there. But anyways, uh, what were we? Oh, bridling. Right. So, uh, you know, a lot of people know about this deal, but you want to make sure their teeth are floated regularly by a certified equine dentist. And you also want to now we're this, this one's a little more rare, but it happens, you know, more often than you'd think their TMJ is out of adjustment. So a lot of times you may just need to have a chiropractor come out and pop their TMJ because that might be having them keep their jaw real tight and all binded and kind of sore. So the bit, you know, is not helping the situation or halter, just any kind of any, anything a horse is leery of coming up and getting on his face. Now there are some kind of more old school, old timer, type things you can do you can wrap the bit actually let's start off at the very beginning you can put a little bit of like sweet molasses or sugared water or you know anything that horses like and you can put that on the lead rope and then you can kind of pretend that the lead rope is the bit just to get them used to opening up their mouth and you know, that lead rope is way softer than a bit. So sometimes it's good to do that a little bit. And then you can like squirt some jelly on the bit and they'll get to where they almost suck it right up out of your hand. Uh, so let's see, what would be a good thing? Okay. So a good thing. And once again, we'll try not to go into huge detail because there's anyways, uh, Imagine the head stall is in your right hand and you've got the reins uh, either hanging straight down where they're touching the ground or whatever. Okay, so with your, you're standing on the left side of your horse. With your left hand, if you kind of put your left hand underneath the bit and you use like your ring finger and your thumb to kind of spread the bit where it's real nice and open, then you can kind of use your pinky to kind of push down on the curb strap so the thing is like fully open so it slips right in and floats right into their mouth real easy remember that word floats into the mouth that's going to be important in a minute uh okay well then see one of the big mistakes people make is they try to push the bit up into the horse's mouth with their left hand but instead you want to let the bit kind of float over the teeth and up into the mouth with your right hand. Now your right hand is going to be just holding the head stall, but draped over their pole to where your right hand is kind of resting on their pole right between their ears. And that would obviously put the head stall where it was hanging right down the front of their face. So now kind of envision you're like that, right? Okay. Now here's kind of step two. You want to just lower and remember you your right hand is your working hand the only real job of the bit is or the left hand is to hold the bit nice and open 
Now your left, uh, your left thumb that will have a job and we'll talk about that. And when we get to it, but, uh, your right hand will allow the whole headstall to lower. And then you slip the bit all the way under his chin. And then you lift up a little bit. So basically your goal is, is to get it where his whole muzzle is sticking through the headstall. And the bit is like under his jaw, right? Um, okay, so from there, then you begin to lower the bit down the muzzle or down his jawline. And then you kind of just lift it around there to his lips. Okay, now from here, this is where that left thumb comes in. You'll just kind of raise it where it's just touching his lips, where the bit is. Uh, where the bit is just touching his lips. Sorry, clarification there. Um, and then your left thumb will just slide into the corner of the left side of his lips. And once you put it in there, you can kind of push on their tongue a little bit and that'll make them relax their jaw where they kind of start chewing. And then right when they start to chew, you just kind of start raising your right hand, not your left, and you let the bit float up into their mouth. And then once it's up in there, you keep a little upward pressure on the right hand, then your left hand will come and switch hands now the left hand is holding up on the middle of the headstall uh and you're holding it kind of right up against his forehead and the ears aren't through yet so now the left hand is holding the headstall and then the right hand will reach around and it will push forward on the right ear first the the ear that's furthest from you push forward not back forward on that right ear pop it through and then come and push forward on the left ear pop it through and you're done uh so once again a full visual of that you can just go to uh, uh buckaroocrew.com but if you can just kind of do that you can take any with the things we just talked about you can take any horse uh doesn't matter how bad they are to bridle as long as their teeth aren't a wreck or something like that and you can get them very quickly to where they have no bridling issues at all uh bridling is kind of like buddy sour it's probably one of the easiest things to fix in a horse so um uh mary there we go so mary you're in luck with that part and oh one more thing about the teeth you also want to make sure the the horse does not have an impacted tooth uh which uh for those of you you guys are probably a lot of you guys listening to this would probably be able to explain an impacted tooth better than me but basically it's like where you have a tooth and then the tooth in front of that and the tooth behind that tooth are kind of growing towards each other so they're keeping that middle tooth from growing and they're putting or it's putting pressure on it and it's just like probably about like having a cavity when your gum when your tooth hurts something like that uh so, you know, it could be a physical thing, but usually, uh, I'm going to say 95% of the time, it's not a physical deal. Also, check that your horse doesn't have ear mites. Uh, one time, there was one that was real bad to bridle, and we didn't even fool with it because we saw that he had ear mites. So, we just gave him ear mite treatment for like 10 days, and uh, then we started doing the bridling stuff, and it just made it go way way better super easier way quicker 
Uh, so let's see. So Mary, I hope that helps you out. Uh, right just off the top of my head, I think that that covers pretty much everything you need to know about getting a horse where he's uh, real good at bridling. And we also have some videos on the Buckaroo Crew about getting a horse used to ear uh, handling his ears. Now, the best one we have as far as getting a horse used to things to where instead of resisting it, he like totally accepts it and even starts to like it is there's this one. It's called How to Desensitize a Horse to Any Object. It's probably one of the best uh, videos that we have as far as getting a horse used to something. You can apply Now, in the video, it's a horse that's like terrified to death of clippers. And then the uh, the owner of the horse made a bet with me. They were like, hey, I bet you can't clip him within an hour. And I was like, game on. And we did get it done within an hour, but all the footage is on there. So you can go see that. Now, in that video, we're using clippers. But you would use that exact same timing of the approach and their release with with timing. And you would watch for the smallest changes and the slightest tries and be sure you reward those by briefly removing the pressure. So you can apply the thing, the same technique in that video to anything. If a horse doesn't like uh, being bathed, if a horse doesn't want to let you handle his feet, we have specific videos for all those too. But we're kind of doing the same thing in all of them. Uh, so Mary, I hope that helps you out. Uh, good luck with it. And if you uh, if you need any more help with it or anything, uh, you can just send an email to support at carsonjames.com. It would be really cool if you got a chance to do it, somebody to film, if you could just have somebody film like a little 50-second video of you uh, attempting to put the bridle on, and then I can uh, they can show it to me, and I can kind of watch it, and then we'll see if we can find anything that uh, you might try or, you know, something like that. All right, so everybody have a good night, and thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the Carson James Podcast. Real. Simple. Horsemanship. Subscribe now to get new questions answered every week. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, drop us a review and share it with your horsey friends. 